Smoking Burnout Smoke Shop. Your friendly neighborhood smoking burnouts provide the best vape or smoke experience at any of their five Austin locations, including the newest shop at 13205 North 183 by the Dollhouse. Get into the North 183 location today for a free THCA hemp pre-roll with any purchase while supplies last. That's right, any purchase gets you a free pre-roll online at smokingburnouts.com. Sign up for the monthly coupon and get 20% off every month. Restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody out there in 101X Radioland. How are you doing? We finally did it. We finally made it to Friday. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Although, bad news, it's not a Taco Friday here at the radio station. They come every other week, so no Smoky Moe's uh, sausage biscuits for me today. Oh, no! I know. That might not be news to everybody else, but let's find out what is. 101X Headlines. Austin City Council is likely to give the Austin police its proposed budget of $476.5 million despite the backlash. Uh, they say that the $32 million increase only stands to fortify the institution of policing here in the city. Then next up, three women were injured in a rare otter attack in Montana. Uh, Yeah, I guess they were inner tubing in the Jefferson uh, River on Wednesday when they observed one or two otters that ended up attacking them. Uh, They called 911 and the three women received treatment for their injuries. Crazy. Uh, And then finally, yes, we don't get tacos today, but... Happy National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day to everybody. Um, You can actually go to Tiff's Treats right now and get one free chocolate chip cookie, but you must be present. And of course, there's a limit to just one per customer. And I'm excited because chocolate chip cookies are the best. Yes. Everybody has to agree. Is there, like, I can't. It's chocolate chip cookies, Oreos, MM cookies, stop eating cookies. That's no, it. no, 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 no. And I'm no. only putting those M&M's in there because those are technically just chocolate chip cookies with a candy shell. Man, those are a little too hard. I, I love a good chocolate chip cookie, and um, I am biased because you Tip Street is amazing. Of course. Yeah. Of course I do. I feel like I've dunked into cookies and milk like five times in my life. That's insane. Yeah, lots of stuff I do is insane. 101X Sports. Speaking of insanity, the NFL is back. And the New York Jets began the Aaron Rodgers era with a 21-16 loss to the Cleveland Browns in the Hall of Fame game last night. Although they had a league going to halftime before all the starters stopped. Uh, backup Zach Wilson started in lieu of Rodgers and was 3-5, of five, passing for zero touchdowns and zero interceptions. Phoenix Mercury star Diana Taurasi became the first WNBA player to score 10,000 points in a career. Just like the rest of Phoenix, Taurasi was on fire against the Atlanta Dream, scoring 42 points in a 91-71 victory. And finally, Houston lost 4-3 against the Yankees and the Bronx, while the Rangers beat the White Sox 5-3. The Morning X with Nick and Emily. Time for today's Morning X, Morning X question, and I am begging you to go to 101X Morning X on Twitter and vote in our poll today question. This one is especially stupid, even for me. You know I love the stupid poll questions, Emily. Uh-huh. This is, uh, what color are tennis balls? This comes from, because I saw a story that says that apparently the younger you are, the greener tennis balls are. What? 52% of Gen Zers say tennis balls are green. And honestly, when I just saw that, I was like, yeah, they're right. You thought that 
they were right that tennis balls were green. Look, I spent that entire song staring at a Google image search results for tennis balls. Mm-hmm. Just look at this, and uh, I'm not any closer to determining an answer, but I have seen the Magic Castle, so I was able to see the castle that gotcha. pops up. Well, I think it's clearly yellow. Like it's a very neony yellow. The thing that I think trips people up is. Maybe the actual ball is like colored a specific type of color no, that makes it scenes, look like green. The balls are the, the the ball is white. It's the fuzz. It's yellow. Here here's okay. This is either one of those things that's fluorescent. Mm-hmm. Green is technically the color. Aren't there like the fluorescent lights have to have like some sort of things look weird under fluorescent lights? You never want to take a picture for the gram. Yeah. Because it's like different kind of lighting. I've never been able to tell a difference. Sure. Yeah. But I think it's one of those kind of. The actual hmm. light coming off of these tennis balls is different, hitting your eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, here's my, uh, also, do you know what yellow is? Because I keep forgetting. What do you mean, do I know what yellow is? Aren't you colorblind? Yes. Okay. So how do you know what the colors are? I, because I'm not color. that's not what colorblindness is. You get certain colors mixed up. Yeah, not maybe you're those colors. Your and your greens mixed up. I don't know. I'm definitely not. <laughs> okay. I, no, it's definitely yellow. All right. Yeah. Uh, here's my theory: is that a single tennis ball is yellow. When you get a whole bunch of them together, uh-huh. somehow they make green. Uh, Again, lights and photons and waves. Okay. Chaos theory. Life finds a way. Science. Yeah. That's Scientifically, somehow they're all green when you get them together, like gremlins. Anyway, go vote in the poll. One one next morning, next on Twitter. An otter attack in Montana led to a woman having to be airlifted to the hospital because of her injuries. Now, no word on what those injuries are. If this is just a nervous Nelly, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to discount the vicious otter attack in Montana, but I do think <laughs> it's interesting. Emily, did you hear about that otter in California that was like stealing people's surfboards and messing them up? I did not. Yeah, apparently it kept evading capture. By California Wildlife Patrol, I don't know Baywatch, whoever was in charge of capturing that otter. Do we know that they get it? Is it still out there? Is it still Is terrorizing? It the same one, yeah, that's terrorizing. He's yeah, just there was one country. female otter that was like known for just like the sun on the surfboards. Yeah, and just if you tried to go, you know, get your surfboard back, she just yeah, whatever sound otters make. Yeah. Maybe she took a Montana vacation, and this is the same one. I think that this is one of those things where they're like, hey, you know how we're destroying the environment with our stupid human stuff? Yeah. Yeah. The animals. They're sick of us. They're smart. They know it. They're like, oh, these, these, these are the jerks. This is why it's so hot in Montana. Oh, yeah. I have to shave my otter hair into a fun mohawk. Yeah. They absolutely know that it is us. Um, honestly, otters, they're very scary. They have the same type of personality as... You know how some people are like, oh, I'm short but feisty? I oh, feel they, like, got, they got Napoleon syndrome? Yeah. I short, feel like. They're short kings? I feel like that. Uh, that's kind of what otters are. Is they're Do short but they're very feisty. you have a lot of experience feisty. dealing with otters? I've been to a couple zoos. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I've seen them around. <laughs> I know there was like one at Moody Gardens that we finally saw. Yeah. When we went there over the 4th of July. They're really cute though. But they are. You again, know they're it's, feisty. It's because, it, it, well, here's the deal. It's because they're lulling you into a sense of complacency because they just, yeah. they know that it's like, oh, if I just lay on my backs and I have my little hands up there, yeah. I sit there and just chew up my little, whatever it is that I'm eating, okay. it looks adorable. And so when you come <laughs> at me, you're not prepared for the teeth and the claws. Yeah. I guess so the other thing too is I, I'm not prepared to ever see otters in the wild. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And that's, uh, I guess, a realistic worry of mine now. Can I you can take get an otter? By you one. Do it? I think I could. 
You just got to kick it, right? They've got some scary teeth. Not in the water. No, no, in you're dead in the water. But otters, they're just basically water weasels, right? <laughs> Coming up later on this hour, we're going to update you on Emily's domain staycation. Find out where she's going to go, where she's going to be, so you I can know. creep on her. No, no don't, don't do that. Don't, I, shouldn't don't even, do that. I shouldn't even put it in don't, my heads. Yes, don't encourage people you know, to do that. Just transition to the news, Nick. 101X Headlines. Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty to four criminal charges relating to his efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. And the next step, city council is likely to give Austin police its proposed budget of $476.5 million despite backlash. Uh, the $32 million raise in the police budget is largely driven by costs to increase wages and other efforts to retain and recruit new officers uh, since the city is dealing with a record number of of vacancies in the department. And then finally, remember when we talked about that viral photo of a knockoff version of Bucky's in Mexico? Mm -hmm. The one you said was scary? (laughs) No windows, man. Uh, Well, turns out that Bucky's was not impressed by their parody and is planning (gasps) on taking legal action. You can't can't just start a knockoff Bucky's in Mexico without repercussions? (sighs) What? Yes, not. Evidently, this has happened before. Bucky's is uh, a bit of a stickler. Um, A lawsuit they had a lawsuit against a San Antonio rest stop that featured a cartoon alligator in a yellow circle. And I guess it was too close to Mr. Bucky oh, himself. Oh, fuck off, Bucky's. Yeah, but I personally have actually met somebody who's almost been sued by Bucky's. There was an artist at an anime convention that likes to draw this anime girl, and mm-hmm. she tried doing like a Bucky's version of this anime girl. It was like a like a Texas version of Hatsune Miku and Bucky's came after her and so she's not allowed to sell this like anime girl Here, version of Bucky's question. anymore. What is a Bucky's like is it just a hat? I'm not that big of a Bucky's I think it was person. like I think it was like is she, she was otter? eating eating beaver a nuggets beaver? and she might have had like a Bucky's ha- like trucker hat. Oh, I don't know. Stupid. I didn't get to see the sticker because she legally couldn't show me. So Bucky's, you're mean. <laughs> she could show you the sticker. She just can't sell it to you. She could show it to you. That's stupid. 101X Sports. The New York Jets began the Aaron Rodgers era with a 21-16 loss to the Cleveland Browns in the Hall of Fame game last night. Even though technically Aaron Rodgers did not start, backup Zach Wilson started in lieu of him, and he was 3-for-5 passing with zero touchdowns and zero interceptions. Phoenix Mercury star Diana Taurasi became the first WNBA player to score 10,000 points in a career. Just like the rest of Phoenix, Taurasi was on fire against the Atlanta Dream, scoring 42 points in a 91-71 victory. And finally, Houston lost 4-3 against the Yankees, unfortunately in the Bronx, while the Rangers beat the White Sox 5-3. The Morning X with Nick and Emily, 6 to 10 weekdays. So my boyfriend and I are doing a staycation at the Domain, and I've been trying to figure out what to do. I have decided, Nick, I'm going to go to the Dirty Birdie. Oh, that was so close to Top Golf. Mm, so, so close, so close, but it's a little bougier, seems nicer, uh, but you have to make reservations. So I made a reservation, and I called to confirm and they couldn't find my reservation at first, which was very scary mm-hmm. and very annoying. So I was like, what else are we gonna do? Um, turns out they wrote my name down wrong. And it's, they wrote it down as Emma instead okay. of Emily. And so you just go with it. No. You say, hi, my name is Emma. I'm here to play miniature golf. That's what they are, right? Yeah, like it's mini golf and like a, like a nice dinner and but cocktails. Inside? 
Probably. Is it mini golf? Yeah, probably. That seems weird. <laughs> it's not when it's 100 degrees outside. What's your problem awesome. with, with being Emma? I hate being, no, I'm not Emma. And they refuse to Look. change the name. And so now I have to walk up to them on Saturday and be like, hi, I'm here for my reservation under Emma. And, and try not to vomit all over the front desk because <laughs> well, first of disgusting. all, isn't this what couples are supposed to do is spice things up and role play when you're on staycations? Yeah, role play is Emma. Come up with a fun no. name for your boyfriend. Emma? No, no. What's, See, what's your I've, problem with Emma? I've always hated Emma because, sure, take call that, me Emily. Call me M. Only, actually, no, don't call me M. Only my close friends get to call me M in my family. Call you by your name. But, yes, but Emma is nothing close to Emily. Like, Emily, it's its own it's its own name, and Emma is its own name, too. Emma seems, I don't know if this is like, because I'm thinking of like a Jane Austen novel or something. But like it, it, there it is feels, one, yeah. It feels like British Emily. yeah. Like yeah. If you were to meet your British doppelganger, it'd be Emma. It'd be Emma. Yeah, yeah but not me. I, I'm American. I'm a true American. Okay. <laughs> um, I also, whenever I was in middle school, I had this teacher that refused to call me Emily and only called me Emma, which made absolutely no sense because she was one of my, like a, a lady that knew my mom. Mm-hmm. So she's known me since I was a child and she would always call me Emma, but I never stuck up for myself because I was like a child. Ah. So I didn't know, I didn't know what you to do. So nice. Nice. Literally, if I wasn't so nice, well, I would say, hey, that- B-word, my name's not Emma, it's Emma Lee. B-word? Are you saying the actual B-word when you do this? Well, I was in middle school. Yeah. I don't think I, I said the B-word uh, yet, so. Emily's, let us know, 835-1015. Do you guys hate Emma's? Emma's, conversely, do you have problems with Emily's? Let's start some Emma-Emily beef out there. Let's do it. <laughs> I did it, Emily. I went and saw the new Turtles movie. Technically, I saw it Wednesday. Held on to it for my review. Embargoed myself. Yes. Uh, no spoilers here. Although. Wow, you didn't convince me to go with you, huh? No, no, no. I, I'm not even going to bother doing that. I just, this is something. <laughs> look, Ninja Turtles is my thing from my childhood. Yeah. Not G.I. Joes, not Transformers, not Street Sharks, not Biker Mice from Mars. I'm a Ninja Turtles guy. I'm Ninja okay. Turtles guy. Street Sharks in the top five, though. Huh. Uh, and so, like, I'm no matter what, I'm going to see it. Okay. I, and I, I enjoyed the 1987 cartoon series. I enjoyed the movies, mm-hmm. um, all of it. The comic books. Like, I collected those comic books. And I'm going to sit here and say, tell you this: this might be the best version of Ninja Turtles ever. 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 Not even the live action. Which. Movie or next it, that, that scary? I don't know the scary live action one that yeah, everybody no, makes fun this, of. This, this, I think that they did it. I think that Seth Rogen did it. Oh. I think this is the best Ninja Turtles. Uh, first of all, the comedy is legit funny in this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, the action scenes were like there's they they do like this weird like side scrolling thing that reminded me. Remember in the Mario Bros movie when Mario's running through Brooklyn? Yeah, they kind of do some of that stuff, but like the actions were really really good. All of the scenes of the, the jitsu, um, the soundtrack is awesome. The music was fantastic. Cool. And I know a lot of people uh, have been having issues with the animation style. It's weirdly reminds me of claymation. It's like they did digital oh. claymation kind of when you're watching it on the big screen. But again, I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I have no problems with that. And it's also like very emotional. It's not just like, hey, you we're here to have pizza and, and you know, fight pizza. people and things. Pizza. It's probably the best yet. 
at conveying that the turtles are, you know, alienated Sentient. from New York. Yeah. No, no, no. Just like that, oh. like they can't because they they're freaks. They can't go out there. The world's not ready for them and everything. And so like they yeah. they deal with that a lot of the other stuff. But like this one, it's like it's really I don't know. It just it, it, maybe I'm just old and and brittle emotionally now. Mm-hmm. But it just I feel like they nailed the emotional. Did aspect you cry? Of it. Not not actual tears. But you I, I, I about did it. get I did get verklempt a couple okay. of times. I got the vapors. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it, it's it's legitimately. They did a great job of like conveying the whole relationship between Splinter and his kids. And they also they managed to do Leonardo good and not just some narc boy scout. Hmm. Like all the other ones did. Leonardo, I was very impressed with him. 101X headlines. Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty to four criminal charges relating to his efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Next up, city council is likely to give Austin police its proposed budget of $476.5 million despite backlash. The $32 million raise in the police budget is largely driven by costs to increase wages, uh, to retain and recruit new officers as the city deals with a record number of uh, vacancies in the department. And then finally, oh, it's so hot that, oh wait, it's, it's, it's not that. Oh, uh, I can do it. Yeah? Well, it's so hot this summer that some watermelons are turning into dangerous ticking time bombs. Sorry, Nick, I'm also going to bring a CJ segment. Did you know that if it's too hot outside, uh, the fruit inside of a watermelon will ferment? And when that happens, you'll see a frothy foam bubbling out of the watermelon, and it could possibly explode. The best way to avoid this risk is to keep it in the fridge when you bring it back home. Who is not keeping their watermelon in the fridge? That's what I say too, but I mean, I mean get yourself an outdoor and an outside garage fridge. That's how my mom does it here in Georgetown. Texas. I put everything in the fridge, mm-hmm. even if it's not supposed to go in there. I'm like, it's too hot outside to not put it in the fridge. Now I know why Lucy's always mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have to keep her in the fridge so that she's safe and cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, am I crazy, or does the idea of a fermented watermelon like isn't that? Do you ever make an Everclear watermelon in college? Okay. Like, is, isn't this the point? No, it isn't specifically says. It should never be eaten, and it's not going to become alcoholic. Oh, so don't that's not put that fun. idea in your head. This one isn't very fun. All right, all right. 101X Sports. Speaking of not very fun, the New York Jets began the Aaron Rodgers era with a 21-16 loss to the Cleveland Browns in the Hall of Fame game last night. Backup Zach Wilson started in lieu of Rodgers and was 3-for-5 passing with zero touchdowns and zero interceptions. Phoenix Mercury star Diana Taurasi became the first WNBA player to score 10,000 points in a career. Just like the rest of Phoenix, Taurasi was on fire against the Atlanta Dream, scoring 42 points in a 91-71 victory. And finally, your Houston Astros lost 4-3 to the Yankees in the Bronx, while the Rangers beat the White Sox 5-3. That means the Astros are now one and a half games back for the AL Division lead. The Morning X with Nick and Emily. Dear Redacted, a lot of people here in the building at Waterloo Media are getting a little too quick to check security footage for my liking. Uh And it's starting to feel a little 
little bit too much like a 1984 type dystopian nightmare for my comfort. All right, let me give you a little backstory here. Uh, last week was another fun Friday in the building. This is the team morale building thing that we do in the summertime. And uh, today's was bingo. And so there, I'm sure there are prizes for bingo. But they also like to hand out raffle tickets that they just randomly draw throughout the course of the event. Yeah. And people win gift cards and certificates and things of that nature. Monetary and, value things. Yes, yes. And last time that we did one of these... Our, I think he's a senior vice president, one of the high muckety-mucks here at Waterloo Media that I'm mm-hmm. sure is getting paid millions of dollars to make important decisions. He won the big raffle prize. And so I, Nicholas Hyde, this time, is a champion of the underdog who looks out for the people, workers' rights, unite. I put up signs outside of the conference room that said, to ensure a truly fun Friday, do not give any raffle tickets to this man. Oh, And then no. I put their picture there. Oh, no. And I put it in English, and I put it in Spanish, and all sorts of different languages and everything. And, you know, look, pardon me if rebelling is how I have a fun Friday. Oh, no. But they took them down. I don't even know if this person was in the building here for this Friday. I think he only works on Wednesdays. Did they, like, immediately take him down? I, I would, Look, I was busy doing sports radio, so I didn't get to partake uh. in Fun Friday. I was, it was a working Friday for your guy, Nick Haida. Mm-hmm. But when I went up there to, at the end of the thing to try to get leftover pizza, uh, they were taken down. And then, apparently, somebody tried to scare me and, and say that HR was looking for me, <gasps> which, first of all... There is no way that the HR department here is able to respond that quickly to anything, even a serious infraction, much less this frivolous waste of their time nonsense. Yeah, that's very true. But, uh, and they're like, I was like, oh, how'd you know? And like, oh, we checked the security tape. Really? And in a short amount of time. Th- that is there too quick to do this whole check the tape. Anytime there's a problem, somebody writes markers all over Emily's mouse pad, check the tape. Yeah. Somebody messes up and makes a mess in the kitchen, check the tape. Check the tape. Check the tape. Security cameras are tools, not toys. Okay? You're being very frivolous with them. And if I got to put on some short shorts and hurl a sledgehammer at Tommy, the security guard's desk, to throw off the shackles of Big Brother, I will. Do not tempt me. I will rise and revolt. So are you scared now? I don't know. We'll find out in September if HR is actually mad at me or not when they get around to dealing with this. Fridays are a good day for a lot of stuff, including new music. Yeah. I would like to present to you some of my new music Friday recommendations with Emily Edge. I guess you could you could say it like that. Um, <laughs> Do you have to say it all like with with Emily Edge? Edge. Yeah. As a tent and not really selling the bit. No, no. Okay. Um, but basically, I just want to help everybody continuing to branch out, listen to new music, mm-hmm. and you know, tell you what's coming out and uh, what's relevant. So first up, we've got a new single from Cannons. It's called Desire. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a fan of Chillville with Monty on Sunday mornings, you probably have heard some cannons there before. I like it. Yep. I've yep. always said that it's a shame that he's got that on lockdown because my musical sensibilities that I'm now talking over this song definitely are Chillville adjacent. <laughs> well, uh, if you like are a fan of cannons. Purity Ring. Yeah, their upcoming album. Heartbeat Highway will be coming up pretty soon, um, as well as they'll be coming to Stubbs on September 20th. So you can go Ooh. meet them in person if you'd like, Nick. And then next up, I've got it's a the weekend. I'm there. And next up, I've got a new album for you, The Front Bottoms. Yeah. Uh, their new album is called You Are Who 
you hang out with, which I think is a really hilarious and amazing album name. It's a very front bottoms name, too. It totally is. Um, and fun fact, if you're in Colorado right now, they're having an album release show at Red Rocks with Say Anything, which is right. so fun. if you're in Colorado right now. <laughs> Just let me know. Hey, let you have know time. You're out there. You can fly out to Colorado okay. if you want. But if not, then they will be at ACL Live on October 28th playing all the songs from this new album and more. And uh, also, if you can't get enough of the front bottoms, I interviewed Brian of the front bottoms. And can I say, what a charming man. He was so amazing, so sweet. He was at our South by Southwest Oh, now party. I see what's happening here. What? Nah, I think he's got a wife he's or something. charmed his way into Emily's music recommendations. No, but he was just so chill, and um, it was funny. I remember at our South by party, he asked after the interview, he was like, hey, can I just like hang out here and just like go to the bar and drink? And I said, <laughs> oh, I mean, sure, because normally the artists just leave. But Is he just that wanted what you to, find charming? Yeah, he just wanted to hang out. And this and guy then, had nothing else to do and just to hang out with you? He, he just hung out for like two like, hours. Thanks. And then Maybe right some before work, some extra money. Right before he left, he came up and was like, "Hey, thank you so much again for the interview." Gave me a hug and was like, "It was great to Aww. meet you." He was a very nice Aww. guy. So, go listen to that and uh, you can check out more at 101x.com. If you've seen those videos of the driverless cars running amok in downtown Austin, well, watch out because there's about to be way mo of them. No, no, how? Why? Literally, Waymo, which oh. is a subsidiary of Google's parent company Alphabet, they're going to be expanding their fleet of driverless cars to Austin starting this fall. It says that they will primarily drive around downtown Austin as well as Barton Hills, Riverside, East Austin, and Hyde Park. Oh, no. This is like the scooter thing all over again. It starts with one company, and then you have Scooter, mm-hmm. you have Uber Scooter, just you the have Bird. It's going to be full of driverless cars just parked haphazardly. They will be. They will be. I can I can trust. I can promise you that. I hate like, these things. Uh, I'm not with you on the, the e-scooter hate, but I these hate driverless it. cars that I keep seeing, there was one the other day. That was like, was that the Pennybacker Bridge on 360 that it's just going loop-de-loops back in traffic? I did see that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I need I need a, some sort of thing that I can play that says, hey, this is just a crazy Nick rant. Don't sue the radio station. But uh, I'm going to advocate that if you see those cars running amok, we should be able to, like, smash them and destroy them, okay? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, get rid I'm, of them? Yeah, exactly. Especially if they're just going haywire in the middle of, of downtown Austin. Like, get the, do something. Somebody do something. In the Terminator movies, when Skynet achieves sentience and Ghost starts killing all the humans, does John Connor just sit there and film it for the TikTok? No. He fights <laughs> back. He organizes an underground rebellion to destroy the exo-Terminator thing suits, guys. Thanks. Suits, guys. No, they weren't suits. They were just skeletons. That's the one I was looking for. Exoskeletons. Mm, mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying, okay? Not legally that can be held back liable towards me, but yeah. just... They've got a, cameras all around those things. You're going to get caught. Well, just no fun. Is a person in there to make sure it doesn't go run amok on the Pennybacker Bridge. You know, I feel bad, Emily. I feel like we have not properly eulogized Pee Wee Herman. And mostly that's because I was not a big Pee Wee Herman guy fan. I know. Sorry. Too soon. Don't mm. mean to ruin it for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I totally forgot about the time that Pee Wee Herman saved us all from crack cocaine. This is crack. Rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous or cool or kid stuff. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine and it can kill you. Oh, my God. That's and depressing. To be fair, I have never tried crack. So huh? mission accomplished. Good job. Paul Rubens, you, you did it. 
Uh, that, that reminds me, though, like, I still can quote, like, half of those drug PSAs from a child. Did you have any of those, Emily? Oh, I definitely did, because I was a dare kid. Dare See, to resist drugs and alcohol. You know, it's funny, because my mom, she taught uh, fifth grade at, no, she taught sixth grade at Gerald when I was doing it, so she kicked me to Georgetown. Mm-hmm. They did dare in fifth grade, and so I missed dare in Georgetown, and then mm. in Gerald, they did dare in sixth grade. I see. So I missed it. So I never got to meet Officer Friendly. I and, don't uh, think perhaps, I did either. Perhaps that's why I'm stuck here doing morning radio to this day. Yeah. But the drug PSAs uh, were still going in the early 2000s, Do late you know 90s. what your brain on drugs sounds like? Yes, I this do. This is your brain. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. See, the problem you just hear it. That sounds delicious. That it does. And, and the video, like, the egg looks good. Like, it's a perfectly cooked I mean, I, egg. I was a scrambled guy, so I was like, oh, I'm, fried eggs are gross. I don't want that. No thank oh, you, drugs. you don't want your, your head to be like that. I did use, did you ever do the, I learned it from watching you one? Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. No, you can hear the static in the back of this commercial, and that's how you know that that was a little bit too too before my time. Okay. <laughs> That's so, always, that's always, I used to do that all the time with my parents. It's like, I learned it from watching you, okay? Oh my gosh. About just any, why isn't your room clean? I learned it from watching you! No, my favorite was the one where uh, the girl, she's sitting on the couch, Sarah or whatever her name is, mm-hmm. and she's completely like flat Stanley'd on the couch. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that, because weed makes you just sit there and lay on the couch. Yeah, and her friend was like, this is what it's like now that she started weed. She's just lazy that's, and boring. That's creepy. It's very Did it creepy. Did work on you though? Um, no All comment. Right, no comment. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. All right, one last one though. This one is oh, this is my favorite. It's the Ninja Turtles one. Hey, Joey, I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pop. You know, marijuana. Marijuana. Well, I don't know. Chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, Kate. Get a teacher. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. Get it. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. Okay, that slamming sound, that's Mm -hmm. the bully that you call a turkey locking you in your locker because you won't buy his weed. Okay, this is not not a good PSA for the kids. No. I also like that the, the, the drug dealing kid who's like 12 in this. He's got like a leather jacket. It's like, that's how you know he's a bad kid. He's a bad drug dealer because he wears a leather jacket. <laughs> Don't make my news time. That's for every day at this time, more or less. We try to bring you an uplifting, heartwarming news story to brighten your day and chase away all those doom and gloom headlines. And then I do my best not to ruin it. Emily, what do you got for us today? Well, if you're on the internet, you might have seen a viral video of a girl named Alexa who threw a water balloon during a 4th of July parade. And the reason why you're like, what? Why would that go viral? is because um, she hit this guy, executive Bruce Blakeman, in the back of the head from over 100 feet away. Yeah, a fifth grader, I guess, has this incredible arm. And so the Yankees saw the video and was very, very impressed by the way that she uh, threw that water balloon and decided uh, to invite her... um, Uh, to Franklin Square, New York, to the game against the Tampa Bay Rays. All of the outfield, all of the the teammates and the outfielder commented about how impressive her incredible throw is. And, you know, maybe 
she might have a career in the future with the Yankees. If you somehow missed this, I refer, we just posted it to one of my morning next, and it is amazing because she delivers an absolute heater of a strike. It's right on target. It's low. It's tight. And it hits him right in the head. And I, I did enjoy this because I lot I saw all the people were saying that that was Mike Pence, and I've seen some people say that that was Biden that got hit and all that. Uh, here's my question, and I don't have any problem with this little girl. What's her name, Alexa? Alexa. Alexa, you keep doing it, okay? Go see the Barbie movie and change the world. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here's my problem is that, A, they didn't let her throw out the first pitch. What is she known for? Bring in the heat. Aww. Let her throw out the first pitch. They just yeah. went to batting practice or something. They got to meet people and sign some stuff. I don't know. And also, they tragged along the old man from the video. Nobody cares about you, old man politician. <laughs> you are not the story. You are not the point of this. People literally don't know that it's you. They think it's other more hateful politicians. And so what, what are you doing? Butt out. Butt out, old man. <laughs> Nick, you don't appreciate anything that I do for you, and I'm highly offended. So I appreciate a lot of what you do for me. I don't know. I don't know. I bring you food all I the time. You do more, but. and any any time that I make you food and I bring it, instead of being like, "Oh wow, this is great, thank you so much," you're always like, "Yeah, of course I want one." When I offer it to you, yes, you offered me. You had chocolate muffins, and I was like, "That's great." Yes, and then I gave you a chocolate muffin, and you it was said, "Delicious." You, you there were clearly chocolate, and you said, "Is this a chocolate muffin?" And I said, "Yes, it's a double chocolate zucchini muffin." And then you threw the muffin back at me when I said zucchini. That was a joke. I eventually ate it. Yes, that's the appropriate reaction when somebody tells you that there's a zucchini in a dessert. Okay, but like thing. it's it's like a known thing. People, I don't know, sneak in vegetables Is into this, things. I don't look. Yes, I understand. There's banana bread. I feel like I feel like zucchini bread is a thing that I've probably heard once in my life. Well, I just there's like carrot cake, you know. Yeah, but you don't do that with chocolate stuff. If you have double chocolate, yeah, that's it. That's the recipe. If you the only thing you add to double chocolate is maybe a third chocolate. No, no, the zucchini is supposed to like help it. I don't know, do something and supposedly oh, well, that, be that healthy. That sounds necessary. I just need to use a bunch of zucchini, okay? And double chocolate really covers up the taste of zucchini. Ten out of ten would recommend. It was good. I'll give you that. The morning X with Nick and Emily, six to ten weekdays.